Welcome to your digital reputation. Here's your host, Roger Christie. Welcome to another practical follow-up episode for the Your Digital Reputation podcast, where we take a key idea from our guests on the show and share practical advice to help you get clear, confident, and competent online. My name is Roger Christie, host of the Your Digital Reputation podcast, founder at Propel, and advisor to leaders looking to use LinkedIn as a strategic business tool. Thanks for joining me. My most recent guest on the show was Glenn Patterson, former client of Propel's and CEO at the City of Casey. Now, Casey is the largest local council in the Australian state of Victoria with over 400,000 residents, a number that continues to grow, as Glenn told me in our discussion. It's episode number 39 in the YDR catalogue and well worth a listen to get a genuine insight from a CEO driving a LinkedIn program across their senior leadership team. Now, I first met Glenn early this year when he asked for my help supporting 20 or so of the Casey leadership team to get more confident and competent on LinkedIn as a way to connect and communicate with their key audiences in amongst a broader transformation program. It was a fantastic opportunity for listeners like you to get under the hood of a LinkedIn for Leaders program and hear from a CEO themselves why he made that investment. And it got me thinking, reflecting on Glenn's experience and the value his perspective provided to our listeners, I thought I'd take the opportunity in this practical episode to go even that little bit deeper, to pull back the curtain, so to speak, and take you inside a LinkedIn for Leaders program. Because if that's something you're considering, hearing Glenn's experience and then hearing what's involved will help you work out whether it's the right fit for you. So here it is a deep dive into Propel's Your Digital Reputation program, our LinkedIn for Leaders program, to learn what goes on behind the scenes. I'll share some of the more common questions I get asked about the program and then run through the details so you can hear how it would help you or your leadership team. And that's actually a great place to start. So question number one, what is the Your Digital Reputation program and who is it designed for? Well, think of the Your Digital Reputation program as a kind of all the bits you need and nothing you don't for leaders on LinkedIn. I developed the program on the back of 15 plus years and more than 30,000 hours helping hundreds of leaders across the public, private and NGO sectors. And it's intended to help leaders through three core phases. Firstly, to get clear on why they're using LinkedIn. Secondly, to get confident on how it can work for them. And thirdly, to help them get competent in what they should and shouldn't do online. It's suited to individual leaders, a C-suite executive, board member, aspiring leader, founder, or anyone looking to make full use of their digital reputation to stand out from the crowd. But it's also great for leadership teams like Glenn's looking to increase capability across the board and access the very diverse stories, voices, and networks they all have to get cut through online today. And it's also a brilliant way for leaders and comms advisors managing brand channels to get alignment across the board so those diverse voices are still very much aligned and working together under the same banner. Okay, question number two, what are the key phases of the program? Well, I mentioned those three phases of clarity, confidence, and competence. Let me give you a quick overview of each before we go a little bit deeper. Now, in the first phase, leaders gain clarity by defining their goals, their key audiences, and what they want to be known for online. We help them uncover how they're being seen by their key audiences today, and then we design a tailored roadmap that ensures every minute they spend online is time well spent. 
In the second phase, leaders gain confidence by learning how other industry leaders get great results and debunking many of the LinkedIn myths floating around out there. We then help them create an online presence they're proud of and that resonates with their key audiences. And finally, we help them nail their narrative so their messages get cut through and impact online. And in the third and final phase, leaders gain competence through expert coaching sessions tailored to their needs and goals, access to a host of best practice resources to continue improving their performance, and we have regular performance reviews to track progress against their priorities. And as I was discussing with another client recently, nailing these three phases can take a leader from LinkedIn obscurity to having an invaluable strategic communications tool in their toolkit. And we've structured it in a way that means that even leaders who've never posted or who have a few hundred connections or who can't even remember their LinkedIn password. Yes, we've all been there. It doesn't matter how active you are because I'm far more interested in your digital reputation than I am in you posting 13 times a week on LinkedIn just for the sake of it. Our whole program is designed around the leader, their goals and ambitions, and their target audiences. So every step forward they take is as relevant as it is valuable. Okay, so those are the key phases. But another question I'm often asked, what are the specific activities for leaders? That's question number three. Now, I know a lot of other LinkedIn programs dive straight in and start rewriting your profile or jump straight to posting long-form content. Some leaders find this terribly uncomfortable or forced, and it can rub both them and their audiences up the wrong way. The problem here is you can create a fantastic-looking LinkedIn profile, but it speaks to the wrong audience. Or you might write posts that are never seen by the people who matter most to you. Clarity is crucial first up. And this phase of the program houses the single most important planning framework we've developed. You've heard me talk about it ad nauseum on this show. Yes, it's the Purpose Pyramid. Our Purpose Pyramid asks leaders three simple but vital questions. One, what are you and your organization working towards? Two, which audiences matter most to you on that journey? And three, what are you most passionate about? Your goals? audiences, and passions. Defining these properly is the difference between a LinkedIn presence that ticks the boxes and a LinkedIn presence that makes you a leader worth following. And it's a critical step to ensure alignment across any leadership team. When a group of leaders each completes their own purpose pyramids, they can quickly see who owns what patch online, which audiences, which issues, and which outcomes. Rather than trying to create carbon copies of one another or trying to shove every message down the one poor leader's LinkedIn throat, unique yet aligned purpose pyramids are perfect to create a powerful digital coalition. The purpose pyramid helps leaders get clear themselves. Our next activity, our digital reputation audit, gives leaders clarity on how others see them today. Our audit shows a leader what someone sees when they Google their name and how that translates to their LinkedIn profile. And often one, if not the very first search result on Google, is their LinkedIn profile. Digital first impressions count. And so our audit is used to help leaders see how they can take greater control of their narrative with the many thousands, if not millions, of people checking them out online. Armed with a clear purpose and with a clear picture of where they are today, leaders are ready to start the journey towards where they want to be in the future. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Your Digital Reputation podcast. Now, whether this is your very first episode or you're a fully-fledged subscriber, I want to share an exclusive invitation with you. 
I want to invite you to join the one program that will help you take greater control of your digital reputation and help you kick some real goals on LinkedIn. It's our Your Digital Reputation LinkedIn for Leaders program, a one-month program built off the back of hundreds of conversations with leaders and 30,000-odd hours advising them on LinkedIn. By joining the program, you'll get access to a range of planning frameworks, best practice guidelines, and one-on-one coaching with me, Roger Christie, to help you avoid common LinkedIn mistakes and get real value for your efforts. All that value in just one month to ensure you're set up for success well into the future. So, what are you waiting for? If you're looking for a LinkedIn for Leaders program, feel free to hit pause on this episode right now and drop me an email at rchristie at propelgroup.com.au or go to www.propelgroup.com.au slash YDR for more details. I'd love to help you amplify your impact and show you just how powerful a business tool LinkedIn can be. All right, back to this episode. The next key activity is our best practiced masterclass, which is an absolute winner. Here, we share the all-important five drivers of digital reputation with leaders, explaining how purpose, profile, listening, activity, and network all come together to shape the way they're seen online by others. And then we share relevant industry examples from known and respected leaders that bring that theory to life on LinkedIn. It's amazing watching the aha moment as leaders suddenly see why these examples work so well. There's real strategy and purpose behind them. And by learning the formula behind their efforts, they gain the confidence they need to then execute with their own voice and their own goals in mind. And this is beautifully complemented by our LinkedIn myth-busting activity. Now, I fully appreciate LinkedIn can feel like the ultimate black box at times. Why did that post work so well? And, and why did that one flop? And why do I keep seeing that particular person in my feed over and over again? These sorts of experiences can be really unsettling and even often a barrier to getting more active on LinkedIn. So knowing some of the system fundamentals, how that algorithm works, can give a leader far more confidence when they set out to post or comment or engage. So our myth-busting component not only helps leaders crack the code, it also provides valuable guidance on the steps and practices they can implement to get a better result. And finally, our one-on-one coaching sessions provide leaders the opportunity to form new, more effective habits on LinkedIn, tailored to the goals and audiences they are trying to reach. It's where they really get to flex their LinkedIn muscles. And these sessions always focus on the most pressing priorities for leaders, whether that's a major engagement like an AGM, a commercial opportunity, an investor push, or a campaign launch. It's all tailored to their circumstances. And by working together, they build that muscle memory they'll need for the next activity and the next activity after that. This is all about helping them get clear, confident, and then competent online. Okay, that was a big one. But when leaders understand what's involved, that's when they often ask question number four, what kind of impact will the program have? Regardless of a leader's intended outcomes, everyone comes away having a much stronger understanding of LinkedIn, how it works, and how it can form a powerful part of their communications arsenal today. It's not about meanlessly increasing impressions It's about using LinkedIn as a strategic tool to achieve strategic outcomes. If that means reaching and influencing just one person, that's what we do. 
So from clients like Glenn and the Casey team, we've seen some fantastic results. One client saw a 25% uplift in candidates coming from LinkedIn as a result of the work we were doing. Another saw their leadership team's collective confidence in using LinkedIn increase by 36% following our program. While importantly, their capability to execute also increased by 34%. That's a massive difference in just a few months. Leaders always tell me they have greater clarity and confidence as a result of our program and that the Purpose Pyramid in particular is a key driver for that. They tell me how it saves them time, it focuses their efforts and means they get a lot more value from their LinkedIn activities. As I remember one leader saying to me, it changed my opinion on the value of using LinkedIn. Now, this all sounds great for leaders and it is. But what about the people who are often either leading or even approving programs like ours? What do comms folk love about the Your Digital Reputation program? That's our fifth and final question. Alongside their leaders, what do comms teams stand to gain? I'm often contacted by comms teams looking to help get their leaders more active online. In the case of Glenn and the Casey leadership team, it all started with comms because they are often the ones who are on the hook for LinkedIn as a platform and naturally responsible for all things digital reputation. Any comms team that focuses solely on managing their LinkedIn company page is fighting an enormous uphill battle for attention. As we've heard on this podcast many, many times, every single company page on LinkedIn is competing for just 3% of a user's LinkedIn feed. As Richard Vanderblom reminds us, That means any strategy that is LinkedIn company page centric is missing 97% of its power, a huge opportunity lost. Likewise, any comms team that encourages all staff to get online without proper training and guidance is setting themselves up for an ongoing governance battle. Comm teams, they don't have time to be the LinkedIn fund police, so it's important to find a better way. Our program tackles both extremes. So here are a few of the benefits that comms teams stand to gain through our program. Firstly, Unlike the example of Glenn Patterson at Casey, it can often be challenging to get more time from leaders for LinkedIn. Our program knocks this blocker on the head for comms teams. We help leaders understand they have a digital reputation, whether they're active or not, and and arguably even whether they like it or not. And that means the real choice is in how they respond. Do they choose to remain invisible or at arm's length and let others control their narrative? Or will they seize the opportunity, like Glenn and his team, and actively influence how key audiences, like staff, like candidates, partners, or investors, how they see them? Our knowledge and industry examples help comms teams make the case for a better performing and better resourced LinkedIn program. The second benefit is alignment. Comms teams often tell me they have one really active leader, but the challenge is actually getting others to join them. Or they might have a handful who are active, but pretty much do their own thing online without any coordinated effort or strategy. And both these scenarios present risk. Participation and alignment are key. Our purpose pyramid is brilliant for this. Comms teams love it because it gives them a rich understanding of their leaders' focus and passion areas and the ability to line all leaders up alongside one another to see who is engaging which key audiences, to spot any gaps, and to ensure they're working with the best leaders on specific campaigns or initiatives versus spraying and praying. It's almost like a master plan to get the absolute most out of your leadership team while crucially allowing them to simply be themselves online. And this connects with the third benefit for comms teams, building capacity within their own ranks by building capability among their leaders. Our program does not tell leaders to hand over the keys to their LinkedIn profiles or outsource everything to other people. 
That is an enormous risk, particularly when your LinkedIn profile carries on well after you leave any organization. Your reputation sticks for life. And instead, we help leaders find their own way online with their own goals, their own audiences, voices, and mannerisms. This kind of ownership, when underpinned by an agreed strategy with comms that aligns to corporate objectives, means leaders draw on their comms teams for advice and input, not hand-holding. The last thing any comms team wants is to encourage 20-odd leaders to get active on LinkedIn, only to have to multiply their content production and monitoring efforts by 20-odd times as well, which is exactly why our program focuses on ensuring leaders feel clear, confident, and competent themselves, and comms teams avoid the unwanted outcomes of reactive content production, bottlenecks, and over-dependence. And this links to the final benefit for comms teams. One of the huge opportunities to emerge from the pandemic was the repositioning of comms from a tactical delivery arm to that of a strategic enabler and advisor. LinkedIn is no different. Rather than trying to be a proxy or ghostwriter for every leader across the business, our program helps comms teams build their own skills and competencies to advise leaders into the future. Rather than laboring over what individual words or phrases a leader might use in their post, our program helps comms teams shift their focus to bigger picture agenda items that increase the value and trust leaders have in their function. Leaders stop relying on comms for what to post and start seeking their counsel on why the goals and objectives versus the minutiae. And by building capability among leaders, comms stakeholders are freed up to handle strategic matters and the organization is able to considerably grow its own online presence. The diversity and depth of voices from leaders, but then right through the organization as those leaders set the tone. Without comms, importantly, having to considerably grow their own team and resourcing levels. It is a genuine win-win. So there it is, folks an in-depth look at our LinkedIn for Leaders program that has helped the likes of Glenn, his leadership team at Casey, and the many other leaders we've worked alongside. This program is honestly the absolute highlight of my work, particularly the all-important purpose pyramid discussion up front. Nothing gives me more pleasure than seeing a leader discover their voice and their passions and realize LinkedIn is actually a superb place to share them, not something to be avoided. Now, I hope this has been a helpful explainer for you and that Glenn's story from our episode last week shows what's possible when it's all done well. And I'd love to hear your questions and feedback as always, particularly if you'd like to hear more about the work we did with Glenn and the Casey team. So please feel free to reach out via LinkedIn and we can pick things up from there. And finally, Remember to tune in next week for our last and very esteemed guest for the Your Digital Reputation podcast in 2023, the Honourable Victor Dominello. It will be an absolute gem. So until then, I'm Roger Christie, and I hope this episode has given you more clarity, confidence, and competence for your own use of LinkedIn. Take care. Thanks again for listening. If you've learned something from today's conversation, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with others. For all show notes, head to propelgroup.com.au. Thanks again for listening.